Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The deputy leader of the Conservative Party, Member of Parliament for Manitoba, Candace Bergen, exchanged words with Prime Minister Trudeau in Parliament concerning China scientists working with Canadian counterparts in Canadian labs. Now, Mr. Trudeau accused, and we're going to play a bit of the soundtrack for you in a moment, accused um, Ms. Bergen and the Conservative Party of, if I understood correctly what he's saying, of being borderline racist. Candace Bergen joins us. What were you asking, Mr. Trudeau? Well, as you just briefly described it, uh, it was actually about two years ago that two researchers who had gotten clearance, uh, they were from China and they were actually part of the, uh, the, uh, the Chinese Communist Army, were allowed to come to Canada and work in our National Microbiology Lab located in here in Winnipeg, actually, um, a, a, a top level lab that deals with the most dangerous uh, viruses and diseases in the world. Uh, these scientists were allowed to come in and participate and uh, the, the lab was then warned by CSIS that these people posed a threat and so they were removed. What that sparked was uh, a lot of questions, and you know, there's been more information coming to light, but questions about why the government had decided to cooperate and do research with the communist, uh, Chinese communist military. Those were the questions that we were asking. We started asking them earlier this week, and then we asked them again at the prime minister on Wednesday. Okay, so I- serious questions about a serious issue that that deserved a serious answer. All right. So let's let's hear the question as you put it to the prime minister and then his answer. And this is just under a minute and a half. Go ahead and play it. The problem is, and the prime minister maybe does not realize this, is communist China cannot be trusted. I know he admires their basic dictatorship. I know he liked to do fundraisers with them over the years. I know he thought they were the first go-to for vaccines. But at this point, we would hope that he would learn a lesson and put the safety, security and protection of Canadians above this fascination he has with the communist regime. So again, will he commit to ending this research and this cooperation with a regime that not only doesn't have our interest in mind, but actually wants to hurt Canada. Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, yes, from the beginning of my career onwards, I have uh, worked with many Chinese Canadians and indeed had fundraisers with them. And the rise in anti-Asian racism we're seeing over the past number of months should be of concern to everyone. And I would uh, recommend that the members of the Conservative Party, in their zeal to make personal attacks, not start to push too far into intolerance uh, towards Canadians of diverse origins. We will continue to stand up to defend Canadians' interests, Canadian security. Uh, We will continue to make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep Canadians safe while participating in the global research community uh, and uh, stand up for tolerance and uh, diversity. So there's the exchange that took place between Ms. Bergen and Mr. Trudeau uh, in Parliament. Um, So did, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What, 
What did he What did he say to you? What did you get from that answer? Well, he, 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 this is what he does. He said, uh, you're asking me a difficult question and I don't have an answer to it. And so I'm going to call you a name and, and try to shut you down, which is, uh, you know, you, you see this from some of the worst uh, bullies we, you've ever encountered, whether it was uh, as a child or as an adult, right? This is what they do. So he basically called me a racist because I was asking questions about communist China regime. So, I mean, I just find that it's, it's, it's so, uh, it, it's not even worthy, I felt, of even a response because it's so low. But what's particularly disturbing about it, Roy, is this is exactly what the communist government in China uses to try to shut down dissent. They say, if you are critical of our government, we're going to call you racist. We're going to say you, you are anti-China. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I mean, our quarrel and our disagreement is not with the people of China. In fact, it's the opposite. We feel the people of China many times are victims of this communist dictatorship. And many Canadian uh, Chinese people or people who come to Canada from China and are living here, uh, hoping to become citizens, they have left because they want a better life. They want freedom. And they are being intimidated by this regime. So Trudeau actually plays into what the communist government does in their their intimidation bullying tactics. And some of my colleagues uh, talked about it later on. Nelly Shin, uh, one of our members of parliament, Kenny Chu talked about it and how disturbing it is. So it, it's very typical, though, of what Trudeau does when he is backed into a corner. He calls names and uh, and tries to turn the table. And, and I think he got caught on this one. It's not going to work. Well, I, I would have appreciated had Mr. Trudeau uh, answered your question or he didn't like the question. You should have challenged the substance of the question and not uh, painted you as uh, as a borderline racist because that's what I got out of it. CSIS itself, our national security agency, had concerns about this kind of relationship that was going on with, with, uh, with, with, with at least two uh, individuals in the lab in Winnipeg working alongside Canadian um, scientists. And we're going to be speaking with uh, your colleague, Michael Chong, about that tomorrow. But there's no, there was no reply. So is this what's, is this what's, what's happened in, in, in government in Canada, in the federal government, Ms. Bergen, where they're just, where it's agenda as, a, as opposed to substance for, for, the, uh, for the Canadian people who, who, want, who want information, who want substance, and are just frankly so fatigued with what they're hearing instead? Well, and the, and the end result is not a good result for Canadians. Uh, I mean, my mind goes back to early 2020, January 2020, when, when uh, coronavirus was first being reported uh, coming out of Wuhan. And we were asking the government questions around flights coming into Canada. Uh, were they going to be shutting down the borders in any way, stopping flights coming in? I don't know if you recall, but I do. We were called racist by, by them as well. The Liberals called us racist at that time um, by even at, for even asking the question at the at the end of the day, a, a year and a half later, uh, Canada is at uh, one of the last countries to open up and we are suffering possibly a fourth wave. A lot of it caused because the prime minister didn't act and instead resorted to calling names. My concern with this, Roy, is I don't understand, and this was my second question to him, his fascination and his feeling that he needs to placate communist China. I don't understand why he doesn't feel he can criticize them, where he can say, you know, even if he'd answered us, listen, we, we recognize there is a problem. Our priority is the protection of Canadians, and we will not be doing research with a communist regime that we can't trust. 
You know, that would have been a substantial, meaningful answer, but he can't bring himself to do that. And I don't understand, and I think Canadians should be concerned, why is Trudeau so beholden to communist China? Yeah, well, it it took, it, Ms. Bergen, it took him a long time to eventually say something challenging to Beijing about Michael Spavor and Kovrig. And, and they're off the radar now. I don't hear much concern or any concern from, from the federal government uh, about them. And frankly, I don't hear enough from the opposition parties either. But it, it, it's frustrating to, to hear this kind of exchange going on. And it must be doubly frustrating to have somebody who's opposite you in parliament, supposedly doing the will of the people of Canada. You were all supposed to do that. But now, now you're being painted as a racist for asking what I thought was a substantive question. And then the damage that it does to actually combat real racism uh, that uh, people of Asian descent are, are, are experiencing. And I think that was the point that my colleagues Nellie Shin and Kenny Chu were trying to make. And I thought they made it very well. When Trudeau plays into that narrative, it actually uh, damages uh, Asian Canadians who love this country and don't want to see this country put at risk or uh, in any way compromised by communist China. And so that's but very just. As well. Okay, so let me ask you though this question, and I'm sure you've thought about this. What does it say about the the believability and the and the substance of federal government, federal governance, when it d- deteriorates to the point where I mean, it could, it could be you. We could this could be reversed, I suppose. But in this case, it's you asking a question, and the response comes back that you're borderline racist. What does it say about what federal governance has has devolved? into is there is there just no communication that's taking place at all well brian Lilly wrote uh, wrote an article and he said about this and basically he said we have a prime minister who's not a serious leader and he can't deal with serious issues and and and, and that was my point at the beginning of our discussion here roy this is what a child does when they don't have an argument oh. they start to call names and we have uh, a government right now i mean we have a prime minister who's worn blackface and brownface more times than he can count he fired an indigenous woman because she spoke to him uh, truth to power. You know, he's he has many times shown himself to be a fake feminist. And I would say he is showing himself now to not be authentic when he says he respects diversity and uh, wants to support people of uh, diversity of uh, backgrounds. His actions don't back that up when he uses their plight uh, as a very lame and empty attack on his opposition, all because he actually doesn't have a real answer. Well, that, that was certainly that was no answer that you received. Uh, you received just got a just a nasty accusation of being borderline racist, and I agree with you 100 percent that Jody Wilson-Raybould was treated shabbily, and Mrs. Wilson-Raybould should be heard from, and she should not have been shut down. There's still that that file should remain open. Ms. Bergen, thank you so much for taking the time. It's sometimes bewildering, confusing, certainly frustrating for those of us on the outside to t- take a look at, at what's going on in the inside. Roy, can I just say I appreciate so much you covering it. I think one of the most, the biggest frustrations is to see many in the media, especially the mainstream media, ignore this kind of despicable behavior by the Prime Minister. So thank you for asking me to come on and talk about it. I appreciate that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.